0: You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion Series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Psalm chapter 133, verses 1 through 3. Although this is a psalm of David, who didn't live till centuries later, I've included this psalm here after Leviticus chapter 8, which was about the ordination of Aaron and his sons, because they are related topics. It is called a psalm of ascents, of which there are 15 out of 150. They are also called songs of degrees, gradual songs, or pilgrim songs. They were songs sung as the worshippers went up to Jerusalem, which is on an elevation. Everywhere in scripture, people speak of going up to Jerusalem. It can also refer to ascending up Mount Zion or walking up the steps to the temple during the three required annual festivals. Some think they were sung by the Levites as they walked up the 15 steps to Solomon's temple at his dedication of it. They are characterized by brevity, repetition, and key words. Most are cheerful and emphasize Zion. David first praises the unity of believers, saying, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. These are not just people whose lineage can be traced to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but all of God's people. While national unity is desirable, it should be undergirded by a foundation of spiritual unity. If you've ever experienced conflict or strife in a church, you appreciate the contrast when there is true unity. He compares it to this event in Leviticus 8 when Moses is consecrating Aaron to prepare him to serve as high priest. He has been washed and dressed, sacrifices have been killed and he has been anointed with blood. Then Moses pours oil on his head. It was a joyous moment. David says that when God's people live together in unity, it is as good and pleasant, like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. This would picture the priority of spiritual blessing above all else. The next simile he compares to is he compares unity to is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. Dew is always used in relation to refreshment, picturing the early morning dew on vegetation. Mount Hermon was a 9,200 foot peak in the northern portion of Palestine. It provided water to the Jordan River from the melting snow. It could be used here figuratively to describe the dew being transported to Zion. It pictures a refreshing uh, material blessing as a result of spiritual unity. Nothing is more beautiful to see than unity. And when we consider that we will spend eternity with other believers, we should endeavor to get along with them now as well. In Proverbs, Solomon teaches that God hates those who stir up conflict in the community. But we need to be aware Beware of an ecumenical spirit that values unity over truth. Truth must never be compromised in order to keep the peace, but we must speak the truth in love. Then he concludes by saying, For there, at Mount Sion, the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. We can only beg God for blessing, but he graciously bestows it on us, even eternal life. And this would remind the reader of Psalm 21, 4-6, which says, He asked you for life and you gave it to Him, length of days forever and ever. Through the victories you gave, His glory is great. You have bestowed on Him splendor and majesty. Surely you have granted Him unending blessings and made Him glad with the joy of your presence. All those concepts of joy, gladness, blessing and victory are related to eternal life by God. Scarlet Threads So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or the Gospel do we find in this chapter? Spiritual unity was valued and desired then and is still valued and desired now. Believers are unified because they are set apart or consecrated as Aaron was. The word church or ecclesia means the called out ones. We have been called out of the world and set apart for spiritual use which is where we get the word sanctified. Spiritual unity resulted in refreshment and physical blessing, pictured as oil and dew. There are still many blessings that result from unity with fellow believers, including peace and maturity and a faithful witness of the gospel to the watching world. Unity is proof of our union with Christ and makes the gospel appealing to unbelievers. The blessing that results from unity is compared to the oil that anointed Aaron's head and overflowed down his beard. It pictured superabundance. Likewise, Jesus is anointed and he gave the Holy Spirit, often pictured as oil, which now overflows to all believers. Spiritual unity is a foretaste of our future state when we will all live forever unified in our praise and worship of God. You've been listening to the Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Leviticus chapter 9. May God bless the study of his word.